Good morning, friends. First of all, I want to thank you for choosing to be here with us again. I am going to start today with a brief recap from yesterday. And then I'm going to introduce you to Samuel. Um, I was telling a few friends this morning that I woke up with Samuel in my ear, so I know we are on the right track. So good morning, friends. <clears throat> Unless I hear otherwise, I'm going to assume that you can see my screen. So to begin with our recap from yesterday, it was very important for me to welcome everyone into this space because I wanted to make sure that everyone felt welcome and not just hear the words welcome. And in order to do that, it was important for me to share that I know that the Bible means different things to different people. The way I experience the Bible can be very different from the way that others do. For some, it is truly the inerrant word of God. For others, it is a work of literary fiction or a cultural reference. But for me, as I stated yesterday, I really do that all scripture is inspired. It can teach us what to do. It can teach us what not to do. It can teach us how to be. And we can learn how not to be. And that is my personal experience with the Bible. I also want to emphasize a bit more than I did yesterday that early friends had a very different relationship with the Bible than many of us contemporary friends. They lived and breathed the Bible. If you read any of the journals from early friends, there are constant references. The Bible is often quoted. And so I want to just acknowledge that some people have no relationship with the Bible at all. And they are still here with us to be in community. And that in itself is a blessing. So for the third time this morning, thank you, friends. Yesterday, we spent some time with Miriam. <clears throat> Miriam was a young girl. She was Moses's big sister. And from spending time with Miriam, I shared that it is important to watch what is happening to others. Even if like Miriam, you are watching from a distance, observing what is going on around us is important. But after observing, just be sure, be aware that one might be called to action. Watching, observing is not always enough. That is one part of our work. And after observing and you are called to action, that action can restore right relationships. And please note that I didn't say it will restore right relationship, but it can.
today we're going to spend some time with Samuel. And like I said, it's like I woke up this morning with Samuel in my ear, which is just proof to me that God has a sense of humor because this whole story of Samuel is about hearing and listening and being accountable. And for those of you who know me, you know that when I do things like this, I am often tempted to tweak the message, change the message just a little bit, do this, that, or the other, instead of just listening to what is given to me and sharing it and having God do what God does. And so Samuel, you know, woke me up reminding me of that. So I have not changed anything. And we are going to see how that goes for us today. Lee Andrew, I would invite you to please um, read 1 Samuel 3, verses 1 through 5. Is Lee Andrew able to unmute? Okay, I will read. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized 
that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. So today, friends, <clears throat> I want us to consider, are we listening? Want to spend a few minutes talking about the difference between hearing and listening. It is demonstrated in the verses that I read that Samuel can clearly hear the voice of the Lord. He gets up and he responds three times, here I am. So first of all, again, full transparency. I will get up one time, maybe two. Go over to Eli, who is my caretaker, and say, here I am. Three times? I'm not getting up three times to be told to go lay down. I might call across the room because obviously they are close enough to each other where he thinks Eli can hear him and Samuel can hear Eli. But for me to get up and run, as the scripture tells us, Samuel ran to Eli and said, here I am. Like I said, one time, maybe twice, but I'm not doing it three times when I can just shout across the room and say, what do you want? But that's not what happens here. Samuel gets up and he responds three times. Here I am. So something else that is important to me when I'm reading scripture, especially when I'm looking at Bible study and trying to look at Bible study the way that early friends might have, is making sure that I keep the idea of continuing revelation at the forefront. I've read this story many times, many, many times. This time, what comes to me is Samuel clearly hears the voice of the Lord. Eli does not hear God's voice. Again, this is not a large space. They can call out and hear one another, Eli and Samuel. So why can't Eli hear God's voice and Samuel can? But that third time, Eli knows that it's the voice of the Lord, even though he can't hear the voice himself. Samuel, on the other hand, 
can hear the voice of the Lord, but can't identify it. Scripture says that Samuel did not know the word yet. But he still had faith, faith enough to listen to his elder Eli, who can't hear, but has the experience to know that the Lord is speaking to instruct Samuel to go, lay down, and when you hear God's voice, respond, speak, for your servant is listening. Hearing is a physical act. Today, when I talk about listening, I'm talking about a spiritual choice. Are we listening? Samuel clearly says, speak, for your servant is listening. <clears throat> so yesterday, I shared to be very mindful about reading what happens before a text. Our text for today is speak for your servant is listening, but that's not the whole of the story. So what happens next? And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. At that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. Remember, Eli is Samuel's caretaker. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. The emphasis is mine because of the sin he knew about, not the sin he committed. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed God and he failed to restrain them. What was it he said to you, Eli asked? Do not hide it from me. May God deal with you, be it ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he told you. So Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, he is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. So friends, I put a visual break so that you could see I skipped verses, but I need you to hear it as well. The Lord told Samuel that he was going to judge Eli. Eli is Samuel's caretaker. Eli does not know what this message is from God. But of course, when they wake up in the morning, 
He wants to know what did God say to you? And Samuel being faithful tells Eli everything. And Eli, who, you know, doesn't have the best reputation in the Bible for, you know, <laughs> handling business. He's kind of lackadaisical, likes to lay back to the side, not step out. But when Eli hears the message was a judgment against him, Eli responds, he is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. Eli accepts the consequences for his past actions. In this verse, does not try to justify his actions or skip to the restoration. Doesn't skip any steps. He has consequences to accept. Accept. So friends, this is the hour to listen. When I listen, I might discern the voice of the inner teacher. I can be like Samuel. This is the hour to listen. I might be called to hold myself and others accountable. I might be like Samuel. This is the hour to listen. I might hear that there are consequences for my actions. I might be like Eli. Will I accept the consequences? That is a choice and a decision that I need to make with the divine. So friends, I ask that we reflect on the queries. And as we do so, and if we are led to speak out of the silence, keeping things in the context of what we heard today from Samuel, from Eli, from the spirit. If we are led to speak out about what we've learned, what God has told us from the lessons from Miriam yesterday, I invite us to do so, responding to these queries in the context of the Bible study. What are you led to? What are we led to? How does the spirit find you? Friends, this is the hour.